This story is about a dream I had. It was a lucid dream. If you're lucky enough to have them, it's the kind that is miraculously filled with color and light and sound and somehow capable of leaving a permanent imprint on your soul. They're not common in my world, but when they happen, I never forget them. I have a lot of stories about dreams to share with you. This one seems particularly important to start with. It happened somewhere around 15 years ago. It was during a time in my life where I was working hard to successfully build a family and a career and an education. And I was particularly worried that I was going to fail everyone, that I wouldn't have the right answers or know what the right next step was. When I stepped into that night's dream, I became immediately aware that it was a lucid dream. I was excited to see what would emerge. I found myself standing in the dark. And it wasn't a scary kind of dark. It was just that absence of anything else kind of dark. And instinctively, I knew to hold out my left hand. And as my palm reached forward, I could feel the weight of something land in the center of it. When I drew it back, I saw a small bag with drawstrings. I carefully pulled open the drawstrings and put my fingers inside to see what I could feel. I immediately felt something smooth and hard and slightly cold. And as I drew it out, I tucked that bag into my right fist and dropped what would be a river stone into my left palm. I held that river stone in front of me. And the minute it touched the center of my palm, it downloaded the most beautiful advice and imagery of how to proceed. And it was so simple. It was lovely and deliciously simple. Just what I needed. My brain was so full of everything I was trying to learn and my heart was so pulled by everything it felt it needed to do for everyone I loved that I really needed something deliciously simple to guide me. And that it was. When the stone hit, the message that entered every cell was this beautiful imagery of that river stone being cast across the beautiful glass lake. It might have been a pond. It was small for a lake. But regardless, I stood in it. The water just gently hugging my ankles. As I cast the stone, it must have hit three times. Yes, three. And I watched the ripples from each of those impacts traveling. 
They traveled as far as I could see in the opposite direction and as wide as I could perceive right to left. And then I watched them ripple right to my own ankles with the water hugging just above my bone. I could feel the tingle of that ripple surging through my body. And in that very simple imagery, I realized that I needed to cast the most positive stones possible. I needed to have the strength in my arm to be fearless in my attempt to skip so that many ripples would emerge and be sent in many different directions. And that feeling of releasing that stone with just pure intent, just positivity and pure intent, and allowing the ripples to do their job once I released. And trusting and knowing that regardless of whether it was a positive release or a negative release, it would indeed be splashing back upon me. Wow, what a beautiful, profound way of guiding me. Just use your strength and your intentions to cast the most positive stones possible. And then let go of the outcome. Let the ripples flow. I suddenly became aware that there was more in the bag to be seen and discovered. And I smiled and tucked the stone into my pocket. As I reached and explored into the bag, I pulled out a feather. It was a small little feather, the soft kind with the plumes, just fluffy, white, some colors emerging from the end. I held it between my right thumb and forefinger for a moment just to appreciate its beauty before once again dropping it into my left palm. As it hit, the message too downloaded immediately. I knew that this feather was telling me to be courageous and have no fear. That somewhere, at some point, the first bird flew. It hadn't had any other example of flying, maybe hadn't ever even conceptualized what it would be. And yet it continued to throw itself out of the nest. And at one point, it took flight. And what seemed unbelievable and unachievable happened. No fear. And no limits. Even if you can't imagine what could be possible in your life, it's just outside the nest waiting for you. Don't be afraid to soar. Don't be afraid to conceive of things that in this moment might seem impossible. 
and don't be afraid to try over and over. Wow, it was such a powerful lesson. I just smiled, thinking of the weightless image of this feather in my hand, now almost imperceivable in its lightness, but so incredibly powerful in its message. Have no fear. There are no limits. Again, I smiled and tucked the feather into my pocket and went in search for the next message. And I pulled out a seed. It was a tiny green seed, almost like a miniature little almond. It wasn't so small that I couldn't hold it, but it wasn't so big that I wasn't careful not to lose it. I put that green seed into my palm. And the message immediately was plant your seeds abundantly. Tend your garden. Be sure that there's enough light and enough water and that you're pulling the right weeds. Harvest and then share your seeds. When they're good seeds, share them freely. Go to the next garden and share. Allow them to plant seeds and then, and then take theirs when they're offered and plant them in yours. Be willing to help others tend, but be aware not to get so distracted with their gardens that you lose sight of yours. When you turn around, you see you're overgrown with your own weeds, or you're too dry, or your soil isn't fertile enough. Just freely share the seeds and then let go of the outcome. Don't be afraid to identify weeds in your own garden and in others. Don't be afraid to take bold moves. You may have to cut down that tree that blocks the light. And then when your garden is so diverse and so beautiful, so filled with so many things that bring gifts and joy into your world, keep sharing your seeds with others freely without the need or desire for reciprocation, without reimbursement. Just share so that others might seed in their gardens as well something positive and wonderful to come. I feel like I might have lingered in my own garden and appreciating the smells and the sights for a few moments extra past the time when the lesson had been fully appreciated by me. But soon enough, I was tucking that seed into my pocket and reaching in for the next one. 
I could tell that this was the last object in the bag and that it was going to be profound. I pulled out a beautiful pearl. It too was rather small, but still glorious in its glow. It's luminescent, special glow. I put that seed in the palm of my hand and the lesson downloaded and it was a beautiful one. It was a message that pain and discomfort and dis-ease was indeed going to be part of my journey. And all I needed to do was start to build a slow luster around those moments. Just like the oyster when the pearl begins from a seed of sand causing dis-ease and inflammation. The oyster begins to build one small layer luster at a time around that event, around that foreign disruptive, intrusive event. Layer by layer, the oyster begins to protect itself. It softens the disruption, makes it safe enough to grow around, allows it to become as one. And then at some point, when I'm ready, I'll have a treasure to share with the world. This was one of the most powerful moments. It taught me that I would indeed have inflammation and objects entering my world that could indeed cause destruction. I think that was the day that I stopped using the word devastated. When I thought about the word devastated from that moment on, I realized, well, that is kind of complete destruction. And in this moment, I have a choice to be devastated or I have a choice to build a luster. And when I asked for the lesson, the answer was luster. Be the light. That means we have to surround everything in our world that is drawing and draining of light. And it takes work and it takes courage. And yet, in that moment, holding that pearl in the palm of my hand, I knew that I had everything I needed in me to make that happen. And indeed, I've spent the last 15 years doing that. We'll never forget that dream, that lucid journey I went on. I will never stop applying those lessons. In fact, I keep a bag with a stone and a pearl and a seed and a feather, all wrapped up together, reminding me that not only are all of the answers in the example of nature around us, and that if I'm really seeking, God is putting that right in front of me. They remind me who I am and who I'm meant to be.
I'm meant to have no fear, to positively ripple into the world, to find no limits, to have no ego, and to build a treasure box filled with pearls to share with the world.